Going to turn things over to Mr. Mark Weber for the first full hour of this weekend's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. Happy Easter to you, young man. Happy Easter. Yes, sir. It's the time in which the bunny hops around in the garden and eats half the garden. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know how uh, how does the Easter bunny fit into uh, what we're discussing here this weekend. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there right now that's not happy with the bunnies that are eating part of their garden right now. <laughs> <laughs> No I, doubt. I, 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 I can only uh, imagine where that conversation may may lead us today. Whew. You know, I have to say it's been a lovely spring on many, 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 many fronts. And today we're going to talk about a plethora um, of topics. But, you know, we're going to talk about things about what you should be planting, what types of flowers and, and vegetables that are okay to safe, safely plant right now. We're also going to talk about which insecticides are best for the control of emerald ash borer. Plus, we'll be taking your calls and answering all of your questions and so much more on this first hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to what will be three great hours of radio right here on WHIO called Garden Talk with Mark Weber. And for 28 years, I've been planting the seeds through greener and greater Miami Valley, and uh, we're here to help you today. If you've got a gardening question about your lawn, your landscape, your trees, whatever your question may be, um, we have got an open line for you. That's 457-1290. That's 457-1290. We would love to hear your voices today. We know that many of you have got multitudes and plethora of questions, and uh, we have got a, a, a lot of really good answers for you today as we begin this morning's broadcast. Um, the weather this morning is a bit uh, damp, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, good news is, according to the live, new live Doppler HD radar right now, it's uh, pretty much the, the heavy stuff is starting to conclude at the Ohio-Indiana line as it begins to slowly push off to the east. And uh, probably by the time uh, we finish up this morning at 9 o'clock, uh, looks like a lot of the real heavy stuff will be gone. You know, I, I, was looked, I got up this morning, had a little breakfast, and uh, looked at the National Weather Service's uh, statistical data, and they said that we got about an inch, and I would have to say that I think we got a lot more than an inch last night. <laughs> it sure was uh, coming down like uh, cats and dogs, so to speak. Um, as we begin this morning's broadcast, my name is Mark Weber. It's spelled with two Bs. I am the co-owner of a company right here based in Dayton, Ohio, called Mark Weber's Landscaping Company. You can learn about our firm at www.weber, and Weber is with two Bs again, landscaping.com. And we do a plethora of different horticultural and uh, arboricultural services throughout Southwest Ohio and beyond. And uh, we do everything from consulting to help people figure out what they can grow in their yard to actually landscape maintenance and landscape construction as well as tree pruning, tree removal, tree treatment, and all that kind of good stuff called plant health care. Um, been in business since 1997. That's quite a milestone in today's life of businesses last no longer than a couple of years. We've been around a long time and uh, real proud to say that that is the case. Um, my my uh, background is such. Um, I started out in the industry when I was roughly about 14, 15 years of age, healing in bare root plant material um, in Finley, Ohio, at a place called Days Nursery. Um, I went on, by the time I was 18, I was leading my own crew, um, installing landscape projects. Um, and then I went on and got two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State 
um, university, and uh, I'm real proud of that um, accomplishment. Um, worked in the industry for a while and uh, be, finally uh, started my own business and then became um, a certified uh uh, arborist, and then later in life became a board-certified master arborist. Less than 2% of all the certified arborists in the world are board-certified master arborists, designated by the International Society of Arboriculture. And to be a certified arborist means that you meet the minimum requirements according to what they call the American National Standards uh, Institute to be knowledgeable and understanding of, of the principles and understandings of of proper care of trees. I'm also certified as a certified professional horticulturalist by the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences. I think last time I looked, I think there's roughly 80 of people that contain that certification, and I'm one of the 80 across the United States. So what all this means to you, the listener, is when you call 457-1290, you are getting truly and I'm proud to say this, truly expert advice. Advice that's based in science, um, advice that's based in best practices, we call those BMPs, and advice that will probably lead you, if you follow it, will lead you down the path to gardening success. If you choose not to listen to it and follow, not to follow it, like many do probably, <laughs> Um, I can't guarantee the results you get are going to be that great. And as we begin this morning's broadcast, we've got a lot of miles to cover today. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, emerald ash borer. We're going to be talking about what research says about the best materials to uh, um, use for control of emerald ash borer. And there's quite a few different choices out there. And... Um, and we're going to talk about the good and the bad about those choices. And I'm going to give you some analysis that you're probably not going to get any, any place else. And we're going to talk about the perils of drilling holes into trees and injecting them with insecticide. And the fact that it may not be a good choice long term um, for the health of your tree, mainly because of what it can do as far as wood rots are concerned. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. We're also going to talk about how growing degree days, and we're going to talk about what growing degree days really are and how they can help you, the, the listener, how to better control um, diseases and insects uh, in the landscape. And we're actually just hit a milestone. I think today... Uh, we are at 198 grow, 197 the growing degree days as of today. Um, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the um, uh, Kiernium scale and how it can be controlled pretty easily right now by an application of uh, dormant oil. And uh, we're also going to be spending a lot of time today talking about the things that you should be planting and the things you should not be planting and uh, giving you some important um, information um, that way. Along with all of that as well, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. Um, and I think we're also today going to give away a $25 gift card to Nolan. And I think there's another price too. I haven't figured out if that is. I'll have to talk to Javon when we go to break on, on this other prize question. Um, and with all of that being said, we'll be talking to Rich Pearson today. We're going to go in the garden kitchen. We're going to talk about a really great vegetable called kale and uh, all the different types of kale that there is. Because this is actually a perfect time of the year to be planting kale um, in your garden. And uh, we're also today going to be talking to Randy Tischer. And uh, Randy is going to give us some great discussions today. There's a lot of lawns this year that just don't look that good. And we're going to talk about how we got where we got and how to avoid not getting there again. And uh, along with that as well, Mr. Uh, John Scott will be joining us. And we're going to talk about some fabulous Easter flowers that you can be adding into your landscape um, at my house right now, if you would come to my front door, you would be greeted by two absolutely gorgeous um, bouquets of uh, asterniums. 
which are absolutely uh, asterniums, which are absolutely gorgeous, and about another planting of winter blooming pansies, and roughly about uh, 2,000 tulips in total glorious bloom. Um, all that just in my front yard, and my wife informed me this week that we are going to spend less money with planting bulbs in the front yard and move them to the backyard because she wants to enjoy them more in the backyard. So that's what my job will be this fall. <laughs> also, I will have to tell you, else it's in bloom at my house. It's been an absolute gorgeous thing to see. And, and the rain has been perfect because they're going to be in full bloom on Easter morning. It's going to be my lilac collection. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about lilacs today. As you can tell, folks, we have got a lot of miles to travel today. We got a lot of great topics, but my topics don't matter. <laughs> the topics that do matter are your topics. If you've got a question about your lawn, call 457-1290. If you've got a question about a tree, call 457-1290. If you've got a question about tomatoes, 457-1290. If you've got a question about uh, grub worms, 457-1290. You got a question about moles? 457-1290. You got a question about honeysuckle? 457-1290. You got a question about tomatoes? 457-1290. All those topics in one number. 457-1290. And I would love to talk to you. When we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast and take your calls at 457-1290 for the thousandth time. <laughs> this is Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800 3 885-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. We wake up every morning knowing that someone is counting on us. It's always a headache when something in your home breaks down, and it's never at a convenient time. That's why we're Ed's Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electric, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. No matter the job, we're here for you. We treat our customers like family, and we want them to know that they can count on us in a time of need. Ed's and Bryant, doing whatever it takes for our customers' comfort and satisfaction. Are you new to listening to WHIO? Let us bring you up to speed fast. We're Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. We provide weather and traffic every six minutes weekday mornings on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hanskin. When news breaks here in the Miami Valley, we break in around the clock. We provide Storm Center 7 updates throughout the day. And when we're monitoring the threat of severe weather in our area, we activate Storm Center coverage, updating the situation every 15 minutes or sooner and airing a special tone every 90 seconds to let you know. We're also the home of the Flyers, airing basketball games, football games, and coaches shows. You can listen to us on the AM dial at 1290, on the FM dial at 95.7, online at WHIO.com, in the WHIO app, and at home on an Amazon Echo. We have hundreds of reporters and are working around the clock to keep you safe and informed. We are AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I'm Joe Adams. I'm a pharmacist. I'm also a parent that knows the pain of losing their child to an opiate overdose. We lose 64,000 lives a year due to this epidemic. No one is immune from this. The members of the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy focus on ensuring that pharmacies and pharmacists are providing safe medications and patient services for you and your family. Learn how to keep you and your loved ones safe at nabp.pharmacy. 
Springtime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Clayton to Huber Heights and from West Carrollton to Moraine, keeping your family safe is our number one goal. On AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Steady rain moving into the Miami Valley this morning. We're going to see anywhere from half to three quarters of an inch of precipitation. Many of us could see more than that as we move into the morning and afternoon hours. High temperature today lifting to 46 degrees. Those scattered showers tapering off as we go towards the late afternoon and early evening hours. Cloudy overnight with a low dropping to 39 degrees. But finally for Sunday, chilly to start in the morning hours. Cloudy, but warmer and partly sunny as we get into the afternoon with a high of 65 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A uh, current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows rain. Well, we got a big, big, big red-orange splotch. It sets just about the upper third of uh, up above Eaton and all the way up through Dark County, back through Miami County, up through Shelby County, and trickles up to the north toward Wapak and every place else it's uh, green. So everybody's getting a lot of rain. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 if you've got a question because we would love to talk to you. And uh, I've been getting a lot of questions this week about a whole plethora of uh, problems. And... um, and uh, we're going to talk a few minutes about something called pine bark adelgin. Um, you may, if you have uh, pines or white pines particularly, or scotch pine or Austrian pine, may see these little white little f- creatures that have kind of accumulated around the uh, trunk of the tree. And we're going to talk here in a few minutes about what that particular insect is and how um, you don't need to spray anything for it. Yeah. We're going to talk about that here in just a few moments here on Garden Talk. Let's head back to the telephone lines at 457-1290. And uh, let's go talk to Paul. Paul, good morning and uh, happy Easter to you, Paul. Thanks, Mark. Yes, sir. How can I help? I am trying to naturalize an area that used to be honeysuckle in my yard, and I'm putting in sumac, two different types, uh, the cut leaf and the tiger eye. And uh, I'm wondering what I can do to get it to grow better. Uh, It just doesn't seem to be growing fast or spreading uh, as quickly as I was hoping. Um, How did you put the plants in in the first place, if I may ask? Uh, They they were in a, I don't know, one or two gallon container. And uh, you just did a standard planting. Okay. So these were were containers. And when did you... when, when did you first install them? They've been in close to five years now. Okay. Um, first thing that comes to mind is 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 that the root system isn't getting what it needs. Have we done a soil test recently to see where we are nutritional-wise? Uh, no, I haven't, but it's, it's the standard clay heavy. Okay. You know, so so let's, let's, soil. Yeah, let's, let's not make, make a monumental mistake. We always test. We don't guess. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Second thing is uh, the sumac that you're trying to grow belongs to the group of plants called roos. And uh, roos uh, loves to grow where it's, by the way, in the same family as what um, uh, poison ivy's in to make you feel really good. Uh, <laughs> it's a group of plants that likes moisture. I can tell you that right now. Okay. Um, and you know, Roos is unique in the standpoint is that it kind of, kind of follows the moisture, um, trail. So if you've got a site that's somewhat dry, it's probably one of the most limiting factors. It's not allowing the um, sumac to kind of naturalize in as you hoped. Okay. 
So what you might want to consider is not putting all of your Bolivial eggs in one basket. And let's do a soil test and see if there's some other uh, plants that we can incorporate into the shade garden. Okay. Uh, and, and the reason I'm saying this is it may be too dry to support sumac. What, what about the amount of sun? They do get quite a bit of sun. Eh, this should be okay. Yeah. It should be okay. okay. But my point being is, is that sumac's greatest limiting factor is moisture. It's, okay, it's, it's soil moisture. And, and, and if it tells me that if it's not after, what, three or four years, you said, I think. Yeah. Um, if it's not taking off by now, it tells me that it's got a limiting factor. Is it soil pH? Mostly likely not. But it's kind of heading me down the track of, of, of moisture. Right. And, and, and to, give you, to give you an idea uh, why, why I'm talking about this, um, I don't know if you heard last week's show, I talked a little bit about this, but I do a lot of what they call plant growth modeling, okay? Mm-hmm. And what that means is I, I'm asked a lot of times by, by clients to figure out why something will grow, where it grows, or why it won't. And uh, I had a recent assignment where somebody was making a claim that something was growing in a certain part of the United States and claimed that it was indigenous there and it belonged to the family of Roos. And what was interesting was after I got through, through doing all the research and doing the analysis, the bottom line was this particular group of plants lives where there's moisture at. And so the place that they claimed that this stuff grew had no more than 10 inches of annual rainfall a year and had gone through a three-year drought. So what's the likelihood that that plant was actually going to live there? No. (laughs) In fact, Mm -hmm. the satellite data showed, you know, uh, over 10 years of satellite data in the fall did not show even one itch of of red color in the satellite data that you would see in that group of plants. So what I'm trying to share with you is plants are limited by factors and sometimes they're big factors like geography and other times they're factors like rainfall and sometimes they're factors like soil ph or availability of nutrients okay does that make sense to you absolutely so so, uh, that, so that's why that's why when we are citing plants it's really important that we know all these facts and data before we spend money planting stuff because in the end, we may not be successful because we can't defy what nature will allow us to grow. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm going here with you is, is that, yes, it's a great plant, but it may not be a great plant for the site that you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I ask these questions like I do. It may be a moisture issue. Maybe you may have a really heavy elevated pH that may not. I don't know. But the bottom line is. We test before we guess. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Okay, sir. I appreciate the information. Thank you. And I'm really glad you called us today. And I have a great Easter. Okay. You too. Thank you. Goodbye. Take care, Paul. Bye bye. When we come back, we're going to go in the garden and then talk a little bit about uh, growing degree days and the time to be uh, controlling a very interesting scale insect. Along with that, as well, talk about a couple. Garden Talk questions that came in this week and course your calls at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. We're looking into the Mueller investigation as the struggle over it continues, plus some flood advisories in our area this morning. We're tracking plenty of rain moving into the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic, not seeing any major accidents on those freeways, but the rain will be a hazard you'll want to watch for. That is making things slick on those roadways, which can cause trouble. So be careful if you need to head out on the roads. 
And it is our top story in Washington. The struggle over the Mueller report released in a redacted form this week continues. House Judiciary Committee Jerry Nadler issuing a subpoena demanding the unredacted version. Meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer, criticizing Mueller's conclusions that point to possible obstruction of justice on the part of the president. Fox's John Decker says Nadler's committee is going to weigh the possibilities of impeachment. Well, in the mornings this week, we could see some instances where our temperature dipped down into the 30s, but that's likely going to be without any frost on the ground. On average, the last day that we do see a 32-degree day occurs on April 19th. The latest we've ever seen it in Dayton occurred on May 21st. That's meteorologist Jesse Mag. He has the exclusive WHIO forecast in just moments. Currently, we are taking a look at the heavy rain coming in toward the Miami Valley and kind of concentrating in our area at this time. Right now, we are seeing a flood advisory issuing for Warren County and several Indiana counties as well. We're going to be keeping our eyes on the rain situation and bring you any updates as we get them. Well, in Dayton, at least one person is hurt this morning after a family dispute turned into a stabbing. Now, cops say they were called just before 1 o'clock this morning to brag place on reports that there had been shots, but that turned out to be false. At this time, it's unknown how that person who was stabbed is doing. We'll bring updates on this incident as we get them. With the most accurate and dependable weather forecast is meteorologist Jesse Mag. Rain moving into the Miami Valley throughout the morning hours. Heavy at times, especially early. Starting off with chilly temperatures, the low right around 40 degrees. And the high not climbing all that high, up to only 46 degrees. More scattered showers expected throughout the day. Those taper off as the day goes on. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar showing a lot of the heavier rain sticking north of I-70 at this time. We're seeing rain throughout the entire area, but south of I-70 sticking uh, is staying mostly uh, a lot calmer, especially relative to what we're seeing in parts of Dark, Miami, and Shelby County. Some pretty heavy rain activity there. We'll be keeping our eyes on that as the morning goes on. 39 degrees in Troy. It's 41 in Springfield, 41 here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Warm weather's arriving, and you're in the midst of deciding where to get your next new vehicle so you can hit the road in style. It has to be fun for the family and fulfill your work and recreation needs. It's time to find new roads at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg, the home of great deals, no doubt, every day. You'll find a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks, among their hundreds of trucks, plus a great selection of GM-certified program vehicles. Dave will tell you, the buying experience is easy. There are no hassles, plus you'll spend a minimum time at the dealership and get the great price for the vehicle you want. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started, and go to DaveKehlChevrolet.com to find out more. Time to find new roads and join thousands of customers who have found the best place to get their next new or used vehicle is Dave Kale Chevrolet in Mechanicsburg. If you take a look around your hometown, you might notice that there seems to be a mattress store in every corner, each with a different sale every weekend. Where do you start? And how do you know if you're actually getting a good value? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, what you see is what you get. You'll find our hand-built, high-quality mattresses at the same great price every day. Stop by one of our local factories or stores to experience the original Mattress Factory difference. Great beds, no bull. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the original Mattress Factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. As you may well know by now, I threw out all my brushes and rollers years ago. I will never lift a paintbrush again because of university painters. At one point in time, I actually thought I could paint. No way, though. Not ever again. A professional paint job really makes a difference. And I can see the results every day throughout my home, living room, family room, even my man cave basement. So when I needed the exterior of my home painted this year, do you think I went shopping for ladders? No, I did what you should do. 
I called Chris at University Painters, 630-3800. Chris came out, gave me a complete estimate, and got me on the schedule. Uh, speaking of which, the schedule's filling up, so you need to call Chris yourself at 630-3800 and get your free estimate and take advantage of the spring special of 50% off all paint and materials. Have your home really pop after the toll weather's taken on it and leave the scraping, the patching, the caulking, and, of course, the painting to the pros. My friends at University Painters. Call today, 630-3800, or go on onlineuniversitypainters.com. Get local news when you want it. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO have flash briefings now available on your Amazon Echo. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. As of today, we have approached 198 growing degree days, and the time to control um, European fruit lacanium scale is upon us. They say, who cares? (laughs) Well, this scale, folks, can be really devastating when it comes to shade trees and many ornamental plants here in Ohio. Um, And what this species is unique is it feeds on a very wide um, host range of plants, and it typically picks on plants that has some definitely stress issues. And populations of this pest can build up quickly. So, in monitoring and uh, inspecting your landscapes important. How do you know when you have this pest? Is that the insect is kind of uh, in this flat-like shell-like structure around its body, and it's kind of in a brown kind of color. And it's raised on the branches. And this time of year is when these creatures um, release from underneath that hard, scaly covering um, to find their friends to have uh, make whoopee. The key, though, is controlling this insect when it leaves its hard shell. And we have reached that place. We are at 198 growing degree days. So an, applica- an application of like horticultural oil will do the trick. And my, my the, the take-home message is, if you take the time, go out and scout your landscape and look for problems. Many times you can scout these problems and manage them to keep your landscape healthy and green for this generation and for the future generations to come. You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. 457-1290. If you would like to be part of Garden Talk, I have got an open line for you. I got a... Uh, uh, email question this week from a nice lady who showed me, showed me a picture of uh, an eastern white pine. And on the trunk of the tree, it had these little white, scaly, little fluffy things all over the trunk of the tree. And I positively identified it as pine bark adelgin. And uh, pine bark adelgin is an insect that belongs in the aphid family. And it spends a lot of its time trying to suck the life out of the bark of trees. Um, what's interesting about pine bark adelgin is that there's no need to apply, apply an insecticide. That the usually uh, population of like seven spotted lady beetles will do a very nice job at uh, controlling this insect. And uh, more so, you don't need to release a lot of other insecticides into um, the, the landscape. And so that's kind of one of the take home messages today is that before you spray anything, be sure that you properly identify what the name of that problem is. And by doing so many times, those problems don't require applications of insecticides or pesticides in any shape or form. Without further ado, up on the horticultural hotline, we are joined by your friend and mine, Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Mr. Rich. Mr. Rich. Good morning, Mr. Mark. How are you? I am gloriously wonderful. I am happy to be alive, and I'm happy to say Happy Easter to you. Well, Happy Easter to you and all of the other uh, 
spiritually oriented holidays that a number of other folks celebrate at this time, too. <laughs> it's it's that time of the year. You're so politically correct. <laughs> well, you know. That's okay. I've got this underwriting belief, you know, many paths one direction and uh yeah. celebrate it all <laughs> well you know it's kind of funny you say that this week when the when the, the cathedral burned down in france how people of all faiths were were really shaken by that whole event and oh yeah yeah and you know what a beautiful building um and and you know it's 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 it just shows you that we're all linked some ways in some shape or form and Many, many ways to to buildings and places and, and, and same similar type of themes. And I believe that to be the case even in the world of plants. I mean, it's... Uh, well, yeah. And even the tragedy of that and the destruction of, of such a, a piece of amazing art history, mm-hmm. the, the spirit was, I think, strengthened by it because there are, they, were, they were still celebrating their ritual, their... their uh, you know, their mass in the street outside the building. So it doesn't, you don't need a building. Right. Exactly. <laughs> find exactly find the, your higher power right out there in the garden and in the forest. So yeah, I, I, I uh, concur with, concur with 100% with you, Mr. Rich. Um, this week at gardentalkblog.com, you um, made a post about a great, another great dogwood. And I, and I thought, you know, how great for you to do this because, um, Many cases, the only dogwood that many people think about is the traditional, uh, you know, Cornus Florida dogwood, which mm-hmm. is to all bearing rights an absolutely spectacular, you know, species of 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 the of 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 tree, small garden tree in many ways. But in a lot of ways, it's a tree that is not highly adaptable to many sites and conditions to make it a good choice to add into the landscape. And at the same time, this this genus called Cornus, that's C-O-R-N-U-S, has a lot of uh, kissing cousins, so to speak, that offer a lot of diversity and offer a lot of more adaptivity to more of the sites that we may be challenged with, with, with planting in the landscape. Absolutely. And this one is, uh, it's also a native dogwood. And it took me a while to realize that because... The name pagoda dogwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just assumed for quite a while that it was Asian in uh, in its origin, and it's not. Uh, the name that particular common name comes from this remarkable horizontal arrangements of the branches and the the upswept tips that carry the the flower clusters, and it's a tiny little white flower in a flat cluster. And it is just absolutely architecturally remarkable when it blooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it shares the same type of uh, natural environment that the flowering dogwood does, and that's an understory tree or woodland edge tree, although this one also will be found by stream banks and um, in old fields. It, it can be seen almost as a, a pioneer invader species, um, and it is native to the uh, North American East, Southeast, uh, mm-hmm. all the way from New Brunswick down and over to uh, Montana. So it's it's widely distributed, and uh, when it's properly sited, and, and you got to put some effort into that, it will make a remarkable addition to the landscape. And I guarantee this is one that most gardeners' neighbors are not going to have in their yard, let alone have have even heard about. And I know how important it is to have the first and only one on your block, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Rich, and I will tell you from a growing standpoint, this plant grows um, um, in in layers. It Mm -hmm. it really does. And and it's it, it grows in layers and and actually by pagoda meaning actually it does mean in 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 Latin means tiered. That's actually mm-hmm. the the, yep. the the meaning of that's what I love about Latin. It's very very much it is what it is. It's not a it's not a language that's uh, how do I say you can't. It has it's a real. It's, yet. it's it's it, descriptive. Now. It's a very much a. <laughs> 
a it is what it is language, and that's what I like about Latin. That's probably why I, I'm such a freak about plants. But you know, this is a meaning that is tiered, meaning that this tree grows a branch sideways this way, a branch sideways this way, a branch sideways this way. There's not a lot of upright growth. There's not a lot of is no growth whatsoever. What we call X currently, meaning. Trees can grow, smaller, lar- smaller, large trees grow decentrically or they grow eccentrically. And think of eccentrically like a, a pine tree, meaning it grows with a straight central leader with smaller branches that break off the top. While a decentric type of design of a tree would be like a honey locust that kind of grows in a big D shape um, configuration. This plant. Um, the pagoda dogwood um, grows in that D shape, and it grows fairly low branched. Um, and it's it's a tree that you know on a lot of fronts has a lot going for it. And I think one of the things that I like about it is it divert it can take heavier soils, and that is by one of the biggest things that makes it spectacular on so many fronts. And and I know from. Um my tenure at, at Cox because I inherited some of those planted near the, near the entrance. And they were in an area that I'd never ever would have dreamed putting a dogwood in mm-hmm. of any kind. And it was a harsh, tough site and they did not get any supplemental water. They struggled a little bit sometimes, but they came through like champs. I was, I was truly impressed by those trees. Right. And then, I, um, because I have a flowering dogwood outside the uh, on the east side of our house here, the new house. Last year when we moved in, I honestly considered removing it because it was so chlorotic. I did a little little treatment on it, and uh, it is this emerging great cloud right now. And I thought, well, yeah, that's cool. Everybody, you know, it, and it's absolutely beautiful. But I seem to be collecting dogwoods in the yard now i have because uh, i've already written about the cornus moss mm-hmm. written about cornus pusa and uh as it happened i noticed that we had uh, a nice uh, grouping of these arrive at, at nolwood <laughs> so right. one of them came home with me <laughs> and it's 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 gorgeous it has this beautiful spreading uh, almost vase habit to it. It's about four feet tall right now, and it's got uh, an amazing bud set for flowers to come. We're expecting the flower probably in to start in mid-May, uh, lasting into June. And I just, I'm very excited about it. And so now I'm going to do that uh, wander around the yard with it in my hand and figure out where it's going to look. And, and, you know, with varieties, um, it is, there's varieties called gold bullion, um, golden shadows, and the other thing that's interesting is this tree is actually tolerant of walnut toxicity, and uh, it has these. I didn't know. Yeah, and it also it's a very good a tree, small tree for butterflies, um, mm-hmm. and it does form a very interesting, um, unique uh, little black, bluish black droop on it, fruit on it in the fall that uh, guarantee you the birds will eat at a very mm-hmm. rapid pace. And uh, it is a super, super cool tree. Rich, as always, thank you so much for being part of Garden Talk. It's time to munch on some kale and go to the garden kitchen. Kale is good. It can be made into all kinds of things. I hope you're going to talk about kale chips, too. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to talk about how to grow it. (laughs) Rich, happy Easter to you, my good friend. Thank you. Happy Easter to you. Bye-bye. Let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is kale, or some people call it leaf cabbage. It's a group of vegetables that uh, belong to the brassicas, and you can find kale that's green. You can find kale that's purple. You can find kale that's even variegated in color. Kale has been around for a long, long time. In fact, curly leaf varieties of kale, as well as flat leaf varieties, go all the way back to the 4th century B.C., um, and uh, it was heavily used by Roman in the Roman culture, 
and later was taken from into the introduced in the United States and Canada by Russian traders in the 19th century. During World War II, the cultivation of kale in the UK was encouraged because it was a great vegetable that could be grown, had important nutrients, and most importantly, it was easy to grow and good for you to eat. Kale is one of the most nutritious vegetables on the planet. It grows low. It's easy to sow. It'll tolerate some heat, particularly if you plant some of the heat-tolerant varieties. And there's different types of kale. There's curly leaf kale, plain leaf kale, what they call wrap, wrap kale, leaf kale, spear kale, bumpy leaf kale, and, of course, Tuscan kale. And remember with kale, 100 grams serving of raw kale provides just 49 calories, but also is a rich source of vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin K, vitamin B6, folic acid, and magnesium. So kale, ladies and kale, ladies and gentlemen, is good for you. And you should plant some today. You've been into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. When we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast as the rain has shifted a little more to the north. We'll tell you what that's going on. Plus, more garden talk will continue after this. On AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. Hey everybody, it's Nancy here with my great, great friend Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Now that spring is finally here, this is a great month for folks who are in the market to buy a vehicle. Why? Well... Nancy, everyone knows now about our lifetime powertrain warranty on our pre-owned vehicles. Sometimes people forget that we sell new Toyotas. In fact, Nancy, I thought I saw you in the showroom last month. You did indeed. And I did not forget, I got a brand new Toyota Highlander and I love it. You know what I love so much about it is that uh, the ease of doing business because you got the color that I wanted. It had all of the bells and whistles on it, exactly what I wanted. I'm glad you're happy, Nancy. And we make all our customers happy with a great selection, low prices, ease of doing business at josephairporttoyota.com or just come in and visit in our large showroom. And don't forget, we have the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you on most of our 2014 and newer pre-owned vehicles. And I was able to shop ahead online at josephairporttoyota.com. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium, and in 2015, completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. When you're dealing with a disease as serious as cancer, your treatment needs to be as individual as you are. You need professionals that make you feel that way. And at Dayton Physicians Network, that's what we do. We have available times throughout the day and on weekends and an urgent care just for cancer patients. We want every minute of your care to make you feel as special as you are, to make you feel like you're home. When you need us, come home to Dayton Physicians Network. Visit us at DaytonPhysicians.com. We're here for you. Looking for a great part-time job? Delivery routes are available now, and you can make up to $1,000 extra cash a month. If you're an early riser, have your own transportation, and a valid license with proof of insurance, you could take on a delivery route now. Call now to apply, 937-225-0582. 937-225-0582. You must be 18, and we're an equal opportunity employer. 937-225-0582. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. 
Adults 50 years or better. Summer registration for the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton is now open. These seminars bring an intellectually stimulating experience for all. The series will be launched May 9th exploring the Dayton sports scene. Seminar topics feature four decades behind the mic, sports in Dayton, a conversation with Don Donaher and more. Call now to secure your seat because learning never ends even when the summer begins. Register online now or call 229-2347. It's Easter weekend in the Miami Valley, and we're continuing to bring you breaking news and local Storm Center 7 weather updates for your family. This is Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast on this gorgeous spring morning in good old Dayton, Ohio. Steady rain moving into the Miami Valley this morning. We're going to see anywhere from a half to three quarters of an inch of precipitation. Many of us could see more than that as we move into the morning and afternoon hours. High temperature today lifting to 46 degrees. Those scattered showers tapering off as we go towards the late afternoon and early evening hours. Cloudy overnight with a low dropping to 39 degrees. But finally for Sunday, chilly to start in the morning hours. Cloudy, but warmer and partly sunny as we get into the afternoon with a high of 65 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan on the new live Doppler HD7 radar Shows most of Dark County right now completely covered with heavy, heavy, heavy rain. Um, Dayton has got late light rain, and uh, all of this is moving to the north by northeast. It's currently 39 degrees in downtown Troy. It's 42 at the airport, 43 in Springboro, 42 at my house. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and expert gardening advice, AM 1290 and News 95.7. W-H-I-O. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 W-H-I-O. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. We run till 9, and we would love to hear your voices today. No matter what your question may be, we have got an um, answer. We've got uh, analysis that you're not going to get anyplace else. And we would love to hear from you at 457-1290. Top of next hour. Um, stay tuned because we're going to talk about Emerald Ash Borer and some of the good and the bad and uh, not so good about uh, treatment of trees. And uh, we're going to give you some analysis that you probably never heard before about this problem and uh, give you some insight about how to preserve your trees long term um, post the Emerald Ash Borer um, damage that's occurred to so many trees and so many loss of trees here in Ohio and beyond. Um, that plus your calls at 457-1290. Don't forget during the week, if you ever need expert advice, you can always call my office at area code 937-835-3381 or visit our website at www.weberlandscaping.com. Well, that'll wrap it up for hour number one. Off to the Garden Talk archive. Stand by as we get a little closer into hour number two, do go we'll pull up a chair, have a cup of coffee, uh, maybe eat some donuts or maybe some <laughs> pancakes, whatever makes you happy. Stay tuned for another hour of Garden Talk right after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.